celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome, my friend. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team, all in chipper moods this weekend. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, pet action, travel expert Susan Sims, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, all here toll-free for you. And, you know, people like Vlade, he has a three-month waiting list for uh, clients. Yes, it is. Sometimes even 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 more. I have some clients come to me from in other states and state and hotels because they know they will see the magic of the uh, dog wizard and result instantly. And they you've, by the time they get to you, they've usually seen several different trainers. Isn't that correct? Yes, I always uh, consider myself like an ultimate plastic surgeon who's operating the patients after another uh, surgeon screwed up or just failed. So I'm known <laughs> for if I unable, nobody able. It's not uh, too much about self myself. It's just the realities of life. You have to clean up a lot of messes. Yes, I do. I do, and I prefer I would be the first choice, not that, not like like a last choice. And it's coming too. But I think. People, when the dogs are just pulling on the leash, barking, jumping on the kids and things like this, or jumping on the beds, they don't see the really the problems. So what they need to know, um, some problems which they're accepting and thinking it's okay is affecting problems which they're not okay. They see no correlations between dog jumping or pulling or barking and biting. So when they bite, they call me. If the dog pulls, they call someone like a, like a trainer Michael or whatever it is from the street who is maybe a good guy, but he will just bring you to... You know, dog training, it's not about sit, stay, calm down. That's the science of turning the dog's not just even turning the dog attitude around, but it's establishing proper relationship with human authority. And if you don't have this proper relationship, it's like building house without foundation. Have you ever heard of Alina Stevenson, by chance? She's an author that uh, wrote a book, just came out, called Training Your Dog the Humane Way. And it is a it's selling pretty good. I'm Wonderful. Wonderful. I didn't hear about her, uh, but I, you know, I don't believe in the trained dogs in humane way. I believe in training the dogs in canine way. We should not act humanely. We should act caninely. And nobody knows, unless you think you're the Polish man, you know everything. And nobody knows how to train the, the, the dog better than doggy mother. And uh, that's what I do. But I would love to maybe meet her, to talk to her. And I'm sure, you know, we maybe disagree on a lot of things because... That's what I'm trainers, thinking. Yes. Yeah, because two trainers can agree on one thing. And that is? That is, third trainer is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, she'll be on in just a few minutes, and uh, maybe we'll even take a couple of calls and see how each one of you would solve the problems there. Oh, that's going to be dog fights. It's exciting. Yeah, it, it should be fun. I'm going to stick around for it. Stacy Cohn working on news. What are you, what's going on in your world? Well, there's nothing more annoying than a sloppy drunk bear, but they're pretty entertaining, I guess. And uh, the Ukraine is going to send these bears to rehab. I'll tell you all about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. Did you ever notice a lot of Russian bears that needed to go to rehab when you were in Russia? 
I, I cannot believe what she just told because my wife is from Ukrainian of and uh, boy, <laughs> what you just said, that just sounds scary <laughs> because I can't imagine. I know how my wife is a wonderful lady and has very strong personality. I cannot only imagine what the Ukrainian bear's personality, what type of rehabilitations they must have. That's all on the way right here on Animal Radio. If you want to talk to Joy Turner, she bridges the gap between you and your pet that you may not have. She communicates with your animal. And I'm going to ask her today, I want to talk to Paco. Paco is the hero dog that we heard about a few weeks back, a viral video. He was the one that chased off uh, the robbers, little chihuahua. Apparently, apparently he has sold out, or maybe his owner has sold out. And we want to find out what he thinks about it. Coming up in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Stick around. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, it's Lisa Laporta from HGTV's Design to Sell for Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. Groomer Joey Velotti is answering your questions as well as Dr. Debbie. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joy Turner. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. And uh, in just a few minutes, we are minutes away from the big showdown between Alana Stevenson and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And you say, what's this about? Well, you probably know there's several different modalities for training or beha- behavior training your dog, basically. There's a, there's a very authoritative canine Version and there's a very human, humane version. And you keep, uh, yes, you keep saying showdown. And um, what do you expect that there's going to be that we're going to see some fireworks here or something? I today? think so because I just think that these two people, these two individuals, ha- practice two different modalities. And of course, I'm of the the school that there can be more than one. There could be three. Yeah. There can be four. One size doesn't fit all. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll find out. And I could be totally wrong. This could be a big dud. But I'm trying to, you know, get you to stick around, right? <laughs> That's what it's about. And I'm not answering questions today. I just don't feel like it. Just not in the mood to? Why not? No, just, not just... in the mood. Not in the mood today. I don't know. You know, just woke up on that wrong side of the bed. Okay, so Joey isn't answering any questions today. So don't don't call if yeah, you have no a question for Joey. For Joey. <laughs> At one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. 405 Stacy, what are you working on? I know, it's the end of summer and you'd like to squeeze one more vacation in. Well, how about one that you can enjoy with your dog? I've got a list of the top ten dog-friendly cities to visit in the U.S. I'll tell you which city is number one coming up on Animal Radio News. Okay, I can't wait. I didn't realize yeah, I summer was yeah. almost over, but I guess it is. Which is too bad. But it goes uh, too fast. What kind of tip you got? I want to talk about the myth, myths, myths, and the facts of of dogs that they're supposed to be um, hypoallergenic, and um, you know, really the misconceptions all about it, and what oh. I can do to actually help myself out when I have a pet that I'm allergic to. I heard about this, so this is uh, coming up in just a few minutes. They say there's some breeds that are hypoallergenic. We'll find out if this is true or not. Right here on Animal Radio. I'll tell you, we're going to piss off a lot of people today. We tell it like it is here at Animal Radio. Hey, Bertha, welcome to Animal Radio. Thank you. I have Dr. Debbie right here. What's going on with your pet? Oh, Daisy has fleas. She picked ah. up. 
I picked them up over the winter, and I just can't. I'm at my wit's end. I can't get rid of them. All right. Where are you at? What, what part of the country? We're in northern Wisconsin. Okay. Hey, I was just up in that area, up in the Crivets area. Oh, okay. We're a little further north than that. We're right up by Lake Superior. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I had a great time with those cheese curds and, and beer, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so fleas. Okay. So are, are you battling that with any kind of products? She's on Frontline Plus. Okay. Well, and are, are you having any success or any issues well, with that? Well, what happened is we spent the winter in southern Texas where it was warm, and she picked them up there, and I started her on Frontline there, and we thought she was flea-free, when we came home, and then they just reappeared. I took her, I took her to the vet, to my vet here at home, and um, they gave me some new Frontline, and um, kind of, you know, told me to go home and use it. And but that's been two months now, and she's still. Um, I comb fleas off her every day. Okay. Yeah, and you know, there's there's definitely some talk out in the veterinary world, and a lot of different sides will debate whether or not we're seeing any particular resistance of fleas to some of the common uh, flea and tick products out there. So, um, and again, it, it, there's some debate out there. But for any pet, I see that if we're having, if we're using flea control products, and we're very comfortable that that's being used appropriately, meaning on the the right time, frequency, and we're sure that the pet is getting the medication appropriately. If we're still seeing fleas after two months, for me, I think it's time to look at another product. Um, whether or not it's flea resistance or some other factors, we have other um, environmental issues, uh, you know, reinfestation from the environment. Um, but still, I'm a little superstitious, and I might look at trying another product. Um, so as far as um, you know, fleas, uh, ticks, all that type of thing, I'm I'm actually a fan of using Advantage in Ad- Advantix too. Um, same kind of topical type thing. You might give that a whirl, see if that gives your, your pet a little bit more relief. Um, and, uh, you know, really, it's just kind of a matter of uh, making sure that you're also staying up with things like the flea combing, vacuuming that environment, and um, being very diligent and making sure we're treating all the pets in the household so that if you've got any cats, uh, rabbits, uh, ferrets, um, that we need to make sure we're treating anyone that might be a reservoir for the fleas inside the home. Um, and this doesn't mean, sorry, that's my puppy trying to play with my microphone. Um, hazard of the job here with the puppy on my lap. Um, uh, but, yeah, so we want to make sure we do treat everybody in the household there. Okay. We, we have no other pets, and I, I have been vacuuming and washing the bedding because she jumps up on the bed and sleeps with us. And Yeah, it's frustrating. It's a battle. And, um, you know, that's why I thank the Lord that I live in Las Vegas because we have very few fleas. Because we know one flea could actually lead up to 600 offspring within just one month's time. So they really have this ability to just exponentially uh, reproduce in the environment. And they're, they're tough little boogers they can jump a hundred times their height so you know eight to ten feet off the pet um, is very easy and doable in their environment so you know we're battling some really tough little critters it's kind of like the cockroaches in like the big cities you know you can't get rid of them (laughs) so you do your best um, so but you might try some of those other products and see if that does you some better good okay and can i get the advantage at my local pet store or 
Yeah, usually you can find that. Now, what I often recommend is to work with your veterinarian, especially if you are changing from one product to another. There are some um, precautions we might have, especially with products like Advantage and uh, Advantix. They're only for dogs, so we don't want to be using those on kitties. There's kitty-specific ones um, that we'd use in those uh, in that line. Um, and we also want to make sure we're not doubling up and repeating uh, medication from what you just gave. So I would do that first with your veterinarian's um, guidance and make sure that we're not uh, not overdoing it for your baby at this point. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you so much, Bertha, and good luck with those fleas. Uh-oh. And then have some curds for me. I'm missing them already. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that. Thank you. Take care now. one 405 This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. They, of course, have been making some great dog food for many, many years. It is the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. It is what she eats all the time. She loves it. We actually noticed that the cats went after the dog food, so I called them up and I said, Hey, listen, there's got to be a cat food. So they created the dinner for cats, which is made with 100% raw meat. They're made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt, just like the dog food. There's four flavors. They're the chickeny chick chicken, the super beefalicious, the charming chicken and beef, and yummy licking salmon and chicken. I love that you said that very well. Yeah, you did. Uh, you like that? Yeah, I did. That's pretty good. I couldn't do that. Do you like cats? I love cats. I do. We had a lot of cats growing up. Um, and, um, yeah, I like cats. But you don't have and any this cats. Is, I, I, I'll tell you what. What, yeah. what. what food is better than something that's all meat with no fillers for a cat? Gotta love it. Exactly. It, it comes freeze-dried. And there's a difference between dehydrated and freeze-dried. This freeze-dried, you know that it goes through that process where they make sure there's no salmonella or any pathogens. It's pathogen-free. Mm-hmm. Plus, all the nutrients stay in it. You just hydrate it. It's very simple. If you're a trucker and you're on the road, this is a great food. It's light and easy. You don't have to open cans. It's great for the environment. And we'd like to send you a sample. If you want a sample of the cat food or the dog food, please let us know by sending us a self-addressed stamped envelope. The more stamps you put on the envelope, the more samples you'll get back. And uh, if it's a dog that you want samples for, please let Jenny know that it's dog sample you want or cat sample. And you'll be hooked on Stella and Chewy's. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beefalicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaandChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. Are you ready to do something about your high credit card debt? Tired of paying double-digit interest rates, late fees, over-limit fees? It's time to stop the madness. Get out of debt the safe and affordable way with credit card relief. With credit card relief, there are no upfront fees, no monthly maintenance fees, and no settlement fees. You don't pay anything until a debt is settled, all with a 90-day money-back guarantee. That's credit card relief. Managed by local attorneys in-state with workout plans tailored to your debt situation. Get out of debt in months instead of years, all while saving thousands in future bank fees. Call the original credit card relief, where the consultation is free and the results are real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's credit card relief. 866-800-5252. 
866-800-5252. Join Fido Friendly Magazine and North Shore Animal League America as they team up for the third annual Get Your Licks on Route 66 National Mobile Adoption Tour. Sponsored by Protection One, Animal Radio, Adopters Advantage, and American Muttigrees Club. The life-saving tour kicks off September 7th and travels across the United States to raise awareness of the importance of adopting a pet from a shelter. One lucky pup will be featured in an upcoming issue of Fido Friendly Magazine. Log on to AnimalLeague.org or FidoFriendly.com slash blog to learn more. This is Animal Radio. one 405 Let's hit the phones with Vince. Hey, Vince, how are you doing? I'm doing well. You're on you? with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. i got a question for you regarding my dog. I got a, uh, a black lab. He's about uh, six years old. Um, he's a working dog. As a, he's a police dog, uh, specifically in drugs. Um, oh, yeah. He's got a very high drive. And um, I've been having some issues with him for about the past four months um, where he's starting to become very aggressive um, towards other people. Really? Uh, wow. Yeah. Wow, you have to be—you have to work very hard for the black stupid lab to make him to be aggressive toward the people because he's Democrat by nature. You know, Vince. You know, I'm not British or colorist or whatever or sexist, whatever you can call in the appropriate or not appropriate language. But for some reason, color of the labs really affecting their temperament. You know, if somebody would, if you would tell me right now, so you have a. A, a yellow lab, I would I would be with you because I mean that's what's happening all the time. Yellow lab. If somebody call me, you, you describe what you said, I would say, oh, that's the yellow lab. You know, chocolate lab, just dumb, or have uh, some allergy, you know, problems. But the black lab to be like this, this is the really first case in whole history, whatever I heard at least. So let's we help to sort it out the thing. So um, how old is your lab? He's about six years old. Uh, male, yes? Yes, male. Okay, and give me one example quickly, one example when he gets aggressive to another people. When is it happening? Um, his primary thing is um, somebody, if he were to go up, he'll come up to somebody, um, say he's sitting down in a chair, he'll come up to there, nudge him to uh, pet him, and then uh, as they're petting him, uh, next thing you know, he'll growl, and uh, more often than not, he'll snap at him, and sometimes... Essentially bite them. If he breaks the skin, or just put the bruises, or what happening? People go to the hospital. No, he's he's, he's broken. He's broken skin twice. Okay, who are those people? Not the mother-in-law, I guess. Some neighbors. Um, the friends you of ours. Call me. You would not call me if it was mother-in-law, I guess. So who was those no. people? I, I believe uh, you. Some friends of ours, and then um, he's done it to a couple of other uh, fellow cops. Okay, that's the reason you not get sued yet because it's like your your friends. Okay, yeah, I mean we have a in this country we have more lawyers than dogs, unfortunately, and we live in the so happy society. Things like that would happen in Russia. You would probably get a couple of bottle of vodka and you dealt with that, but not in America, my friend. That is why I'm very concerned about what you just said. Uh, here is what I would do. You telling me your dog is okay. So first of first of all, very quickly from what from the short description of the problem, because from my international experience dealing with thousands of dogs in five countries around the world, 
I'm just speaking from your message the most important thing for me to hear. What you said to me, it's enough to me to make the conclusion that your dog has a higher rank in your packing order of your family. I believe he is the second in the pack. I believe he takes your leadership in 99% of the time, not in the 100% of the time. And those few percents or 1% really affecting in this type of the situation. Uh, the dog who is allowing, who is uh, growling when somebody else are petting them, I don't even, and growling, and I'm, I'm not even telling about the biting, just growling, because growling is already bites, hasn't been connected yet. So this dog tells you very clearly, you know what, I, you can pet me on my terms, not on your terms. This is the clear signal. So the dog needs to go through the rank reduction program, which I would highly suggest put him through the very firm obedience training because you are affiliated with the police department get a good canine um, handler and enroll him whatever you the course courses they have or attend to their classes put a good color like a pinch color by Hermspringer German pinch color six foot leash and put him through the good solid obedience training also in copyright um, you know proper structures and rules in your home which is do not allow him to bark at anyone in your home no barking policy enjoy sound of silence at, at any time he barks at your home he must be corrected I don't care if it's a bad guys coming if it's a Russian spying or whoever comes in I mean he's not supposed to bark because barking provoking aggression in your situation he should not bark I would never give him any commands which you cannot enforce I will always reinforce my commands I would never repeat my commands to him I would have the procedure before you open the door I would send him to the dog bed which is place command uh, described in my DVD, Obedience for Life, European way of greeting. Somebody knock the door, you tell him no barking. If he barks, he must be corrected, and after you're sending him to the place. Place. He needs to lay down, allow the people come in. He stills there unless he is called. After all of that, of course, you know, you can call me directly or you can email me directly. We can talk about what correction, you know, I would apply to him besides leash correction. I'm talking about remote remote corrective devices and gadgets because that's what you need to do. You have to have better remote control device. And uh, you know, after all of that, I would create positive perception with visitors. I would get the bag of the treats by Stella and Choose. Animal uh, Radio has those in stock. They're amazing. You break them in little pieces, and you will offer them. Visitors, uh, they are petting your dog and giving treats. Petting, giving treats. Petting and giving treats. All those uh, treats uh, by company Stella and Choose come comes from cellophane bag. So it's becoming like double conditioning by Russian academic Pavlov. The opening bag, it makes the sounds. They give the treats, and uh, you know the dog will associate the petting with those. Irresistible treats by companies tell and choose, which is just we determine would be the best to working in this particular situation. They're generally wonderful treats. Okay? Good. Um, if I could just ask you one more thing. Okay. Um, some folks have told me that they think it might be something um, 
medical, but is a possibility because he's becoming more aggressive that there could be something with uh, such as a tumor or some other kind of malady. Um, um, any possibility of something like that causing his aggressive side to come out? You know, this is the first concern always among animal behaviorists. Uh, possibilities from my uh, ex international experience, uh, less than 1%. So from what you described to me, it's a classic, it's, a, it's like a notebook. If the dog is growling at anyone who is petting him, that dog strongly believes his social position is higher than it should be. This is the signal. This is the classic. This is the notebook. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Vince, good luck with that. Let us know how that goes. If you need a follow-up, we're here for you. Toll-free. Uh, let's head back to the phones with animal communicator Joy Turner. We have Jason on the phone. Hi, Jason. Hey, how you doing? Doing good. Where are you today? Uh, right now, I'm in Binghamton, New York. Are you a driver? Yeah, yeah, sure am. Okay, I have animal communicator Joy Turner here. Hopefully, she can help you bridge that gap. Hi. All right. Uh, problem I'm having with Lucy. I drive a truck, and I'm gone for a month at a time. And my wife tells me, actually, it's the day before I leave to go back out on the road dog starts getting real depressed and just mopes around all month long until i get back home so i was wondering if first off want to find out if that is the reason she's depressed because she's missing me or doesn't understand why i'm gone and if it is there any way you can explain to her it's just something i have to do okay well first of all yes she tells me that is exactly why she's unhappy. She thinks she actually relates better to you than she does your wife. Right. She kind of considers herself both of your dogs, but more yours. <laughs> and Yeah, can definitely see that. And, and my wife's the one that rescues her. <laughs> it oh, kind of drives her crazy a little bit. And she wants to go with you. She wants to get another dog for your wife, so your wife can have her dog, and she can be your dog, and she can go with you. And she wants to know if we can do that. No, unfortunately, the company I drive for doesn't allow dogs. We need to find you a new job is what we need to do, right? And that was actually her suggestion. <laughs> Good. Go somewhere else that does. <laughs> I wish I could. And I'll, she understands. I'll try to look into it. But. Okay, that would actually make her happy if you would investigate that because she understands you do this for a living. But she thinks you don't understand that she's come to be with you, and when you're not home, then she can't be with you, and then it's kind of like her life doesn't have a purpose. So, Is there anything other than switching jobs that we could do to make her a little more happy when I am gone? She says no. 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 She really wants to be with you. She said you could even call in and talk to her every day, and she really wants to be with you. So she needs you to fix it so that she can do that. That's what? what she tells me. I wish we had an easier solution for you. Yeah, me too. Is right now it's looking like five more years at this company. Wow. I have a solution for him. He's right in New York. I have a crew of guys in New Jersey that will go talk to your boss, and then they'll be <laughs> to take care of them. How's that? Suddenly you'll be able to allow pets. <laughs> There is a there is we actually did get a call a couple of weeks ago from a, a truck driver who owns a company and he started his company because he feels you should be able to travel with your animals travel with your dog I believe it's H and H transport is that it Judy do you remember No I don't and he he called and he wanted to make an announcement to everybody that's looking for a job he needs some truckers and you're allowed to take your pet and we'll post that information over at the website uh, just in case you're interested but I'm sorry there doesn't seem to be any 
easier solutions uh, that are legal. All right. And one other question I had. I was wondering if Joy could tell me anything about Amy. Tell me who Amy is. Uh, she's a dog that we used to have that we had to take to the shelter that me and my wife both feel real guilty about. Okay, and how long ago did you take her to the shelter? It was, say, about two and a half, three years ago now. What kind of dog was Amy? She was a pit bull boxer mix. Um, she says to tell you that she, she said she's assuming that you want to know what happened to her. And she yeah. went... She says she wants you to know she went to a place where they had a teenage boy. And that was a kind of a good thing for her, she thinks. So she got adopted is what you're saying? That's what she's telling me. Well, that's cool. To a place with a teenage boy, and she hangs out with a teenage boy most of the time. Oh, good. That's a uh, she easy. Re- resent us at all for what we did? She said, no, actually, she's rather fond of the boy. Oh, so okay, great. She appreciates that... Even though she thought you were going to be her home, that you were smart enough to know that she needed a different one. So, Jason, you have one dog that can't be without you and one that couldn't care less, pretty much. So, <laughs> it, 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 it seems to have worked out well for you. Jason, thank you for your call today. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. So this bear walks into the bar, sits down. (laughs) You think that's crazy? Well, in the Ukraine, they're having some problems with drunk bears. Uh, They're planning to build a rehab center. You'd think this would be L.A., but no, it's in the Ukraine. They're building a rehab center for bears that have been kept illegally at roadside restaurants. What happens is they give these bears vodka and beer so they'll attract visitors. And each time you turn on the TV, you see these bears, they're suffering at these roadhouses. Therefore, the Ministry of Environment and Natural Resources said that they're going to build a huge enclosure for these bears at the Sniver National Park, and um, they're going to wean them off of the alcohol. Some 80 bears are going to be taken to rehab. It'll open in December. Everyday shoppers flock to downtown L.A., the fashion district, for cheap fabric and knockoff jeans, purses, shoes, and some street corners. They're carrying small plastic cages where they have turtles, bunnies, and birds. City officials say the sidewalk sale of animals is in an underground economy, and it's gotten out of hand. In hopes of stopping it, they've passed a new law that's going to make buying animals on public streets or sidewalks illegal. The ordinance approved uh, last week by the L.A. City Council calls for penalties of $250 for the first violation, 500 for the second, and 1,000 for the third. The measure will come back to the council for a final vote in August. It adds to an existing city prohibition on the sale of live animals on public streets, as well as a new state law that was signed last week that bans the practice and sets tougher penalties for those convicted of animal abuse or cruelty. Officials at a zoo in China say one of their chimps has become a pretty big hit by feeding other animals. According to the Daily Telegraph, Dodo, the chimp, has been feeding the zoo's tiger cubs for about a year. Dodo's trainers originally had him feed the tigers to give him a little bit of a challenge, but they let him continue when he appeared to like it. 
Zookeepers point out that Dodo doesn't always stick to his job, and he sometimes likes to forget the feeding and just play with the cubs. The relationship between Dodo and the tigers is only temporary, however, as the cubs are moved to a bigger area when they get bigger. And officials at a maritime aquarium in Norwalk, Connecticut, they're scratching their heads after a deer wandered into the seal exhibit this week. It took aquarium staff and volunteers about 30 minutes to finally yank the deer out. There were no signs of injury. I guess he knows how to swim. No deer or seals were hurt during the encounter. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Welcome. Hope you have your animal around the radio. Well, hello, Carol. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing thank today? Thank you very much. I'm doing well, thank you. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Ferguson Valley, which is near Lewistown in Pennsylvania. Oh, uh, are you listening on... Uh... WKBS. Oh, yes. Very good station. Love those guys. Oh, it is. So, so what's going on with your dog? I got Dr. Debbie here. I have a uh, approximately five, maybe six-year-old mixed dog, about 40 pounds, who was abandoned on my farm, oh, about five years ago, more or less. And uh, she's been mutilating her foot, and oh. she had an injury. And uh, I can't get her to stop chewing on that foot. Uh, and I've tried the bitter apple and other types of things on top of the bandages, uh, mm-hmm. She had had a, a pretty severe cut, which was, of course, taken to the vet, and she was stitched and had all the usual kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Having a difficult time getting it healed up because each time she's left alone, and this may be separation issues, each time she's left alone, she starts chewing on it. Uh, mm-hmm. I tried okay. the diversion things, and uh, that's about where I am. Okay, and, but this leg did sustain an injury at some point? Yes, it did. Uh, back in uh, about September. And we've been working with it ever since with multiple vets and multiple suggestions and whatnot. And I'm kind of reaching my wit's end. Uh, she's mm-hmm. pretty well amputated a couple of toes. But wow. just on it's fine okay. once she's, it's, of course, bandaged and padded. Uh, okay. But I've got to get So she's actually chewed her toes partially off? Yes, that's correct. 
Okay. All right. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is that this is moving out of a category of just, say, a behavioral problem to something truly medical. Because there are people who deal with dogs that lick their feet chronically, create wounds, uh, what we call lick sores or lick granulomas. And those can be very frustrating in their own right because they're from a lot of causes, allergies, boredom, OCD conditions, uh, you name it. If we're actually to that point where she's destroying her own flesh, um, I'm going to say we're dealing more with a potential neuropathic pain or some kind of what we'd call a paresthesia. Neuropathic pain is kind of like the nerve's been damaged and it causes um, not a ghost pain, but a pain um, from the nerves in that area. And paresthesia is kind of like that pins and needle feeling if you sit on your foot. Um, right. So we we know that if there's a chronic or if there's a trauma to a limb, that these can happen. And pets that kind of mutilate their uh, lower limbs after an injury or, say, a fracture repair, um, they may be experiencing this. And it's hard to know, but if we're seeing that behavior, um, then it's certainly worthwhile to look down that road. Um, not that just knowing what it might be can correct it, because sometimes it's also very hard to stop this behavior. Um, but if I could, you know, suggest some directions, one would be, um, you also mentioned some, you know, maybe some um, separation anxiety. So there could be some medication we'd use for separation anxiety that we'd also use for some of these pain disorders. And one is a medicine called amitriptyline that sometimes I'll use. Um, and that's kind of a long-term medication. Um, and the next medicine that I might pull out of the bag of tricks would be um, something we use more for um, some of the nerve pain, and that would be gabapentin. Uh, it's often also used for seizures in patients. Um, but those are two of the drugs that I might kind of pull out of my pharmacy first to try to get to the bottom core uh, behavior of, of the pet. Because um, nothing you're going to try to put on that is going to help if, if we're dealing with those situations. Because it really is, um, you know, an itching, a burning. It's a, it's a sensation. So you can't stop that with just the bitter apple. Um, um, so that, that would be definitely my encouraging uh, road to go there. Unfortunately, in some pets, if it's really bad and we lead to more mutilation, um, you know, sometimes something like a, a limb amputation isn't crazy if it means that we remove that source of chronic pain. Um, but that's the last resort. So, you know, certainly I would look at some different medication options before we go there. And, and definitely, you know, long-term antibiotics sometimes are very, very important for these wounds when they get them open and we get different layers of flesh that are exposed, um, that that can be also very important to keep on, you know, six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks of antibiotics is not out of line for something like this. So I hope that's not too discouraging. Well, I understand. Well, bless your heart, Carol, for taking this baby in because, you know, certainly she's proven uh, she found the right home and, um, you know, she's going to get the care she needs. So uh, best wishes to you and thank you for your call. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio. We're waiting here for you at 1-866-405-8405. Thanks for all the well wishes for Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, recovering from surgery. Her knee looks great. She's walking around using her fourth leg. Uh, They have four, so it's good that she's using them. And she still has staples and stitches that are going to come out, uh, is it Wednesday or next Wednesday? Right, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. So we're excited that she's recovering so fast. Those of you that have to go in for this kind of surgery, not yourself, but your dog, a luxating patella, a trick knee that some toy breeds are predisposed to, it's actually seemed to be an okay surgery for us. And I don't know if that were of the typical or were average, but it seemed to go better than my back surgery, that's for sure. <laughs> She's only uh, two weeks out now. 
and she's doing pretty good. Yeah, they recover so much quicker. They, they do. It's unbelievable. They? Look at her. She we, looks great. She does, and we have to actually keep her down. That's the hard part. She has taken a couple of calls today, but we notice that they do excite her, so we're, we're limiting her calls today. But uh, her calls are brought to you by Pets Day, by the way. She actually has a sponsorship. Not a lot of people know that the Pets Day sponsorship is Ladybug, the Studio Stunt Dog's uh-huh. sponsorship. Uh-huh. And she's brought to you by Pets Day, a unique program for guests and their four-legged friends available at Flamingo, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. It includes the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service. You can find out more details, head on over to the website at caesars.com slash Vegas. And I'm thinking I should move to Las Vegas because the acts there, the entertainment, the culture, surely far outweighs Los Angeles. And uh, tonight, the very funny Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, I'd love to see him. At the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That should be a good show. Yeah. He's a he's I'd a be funny too guy. big, though, to see him there. That, uh, you know, well, he's uh, it's not the smallest venue. It is, That's uh, what I mean. It might be too big to see him there. Well, he's that stature now. I mean, you're not going to see him any smaller place. This is like I think I know, he does like two shows. Good night. You know, most Vegas acts they go in, they do a week, yeah. maybe a month. You know, two shows. Good night. Yeah. And uh, they start at seventy-five bucks tickets. That's not bad for a Las Vegas show, by the way. You'd pay that. No, that's you? that's cheap. Yeah. Let's go. I'll yeah. suck that far. Joey's buying. Okay. I'll buy. I'll okay. buy. Okay. And and and, and, I'll, and and I'll and I'll rent the car and we'll all go. Okay, we're heading out to Vegas tonight to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Coliseum at Caesar's Palace. Brought to you by Pets Day. Remember, we're going to be taking our dogs. You should too. Bring your dogs. Of course, they can't go to the show to see Jerry Seinfeld, but they can stay in the room while you go see him. Maybe we shouldn't go. You know why? I don't want to upstage. You know, Jerry to see us in the audience. You know, guys on the radio. Yeah. You know, Joey Belong is attention to Seinfeld. That's true. <laughs> I'll tell you, a lot of people fall asleep to you at night. I bet you didn't know that. I mean, watching QVC, they're, so you're the, your face is the last thing they see before they drift off to sleep. It's funny you should say that because somebody, it was my niece. My niece was saying to me, she asked, she goes, um, Uncle Joey, she goes, were you on QVC the other morning, and I, and, and which I was, and she was sleeping. She said she that she was dreaming that um she heard me and it was I was actually on television the TV was on and um she was actually hearing my voice while she was sleeping this is the hazard you have if you fall asleep with the TV on PVC but you could wake up to Joey <laughs> hey there's worse things out there maybe your dog can sit maybe he can roll over maybe he can even play dead But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. (coughs) Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. 
When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Hello, animal lovers. Vinnie Penn, the party animal, back with you on Animal Radio. All right. So recently I did the tried and true horse and buggy ride for... I don't know. I'd say the seventh or eighth time in my life. I remember the first time I did the horse and buggy ride. Of course, it was in New York. And as a little boy, I mean, it was just a real coup for me. Maybe I was in a cowboy phase and I don't remember. I I don't know. I just this animal was majestic to me. And just hearing it clop, clop, clop down New York streets was, was really something else to me. I mean, I mean, I literally vividly remember this well it has not been memorable since even times when i took horse and buggy rides through central park with really good looking girls all snuggled under a blanket with me uh one of the worst was when a girl just went on a tirade about how convinced she was that this animal was being mistreated she could not enjoy this ride because she was certain the rider, as pleasant as he was and as prepared as he was to regale us with tales of New York City, she was sure was beating this horse. Or at the very least, the horse just wasn't happy with its present employment. I don't know. It ruined it for me. One, because I didn't, re- you know, I, I certainly wouldn't want to believe that to be true. I'm an animal lover, as all, all of you are who are tuned in here. And two, because I knew then that this wasn't really turning her on and nothing good was going to happen afterwards or what I'd really hoped for during uh, uh, and every other time since then in a romantic sense, the, the woman's never really been all that taken by uh, the, the scenes or the horse rider or, or anything. Plus the riders kind of never shut up. The most recent one was at, uh, was in, in mystic Connecticut, uh, at a place called the mystic seaport. Uh, for those of you who might be so interested, a lot of history there. Uh, it's a really beautiful part of Connecticut and again, as I said, a lot of history and just uh, a, a day of fun to be had there. And what's really cool about the horse and buggy ride we did there was we went with my sister, my brother-in-law, and, uh, the missus, and all of the kids. So you had four cousins. You, you know, you had two sets of cousins uh, on the ride. Um, my sister and my wife spent the entire ride uh, discussing where they would have dinner. Even though we were 20 minutes out of lunch, they were already discussing, should we go, should it be seafood? Do you think that the kids might want pizza? They spent the entire ride discussing what was next on the menu. My brother-in-law enjoyed it at the very least because he's a history buff. And as I've said, that that's, Mystic is just entrenched in history. Uh, and, and, and so he was just taken by the woman who was riding, who was, uh, giving us the tour at the little history lesson she was giving us. And little Joe was just this beautiful horse, and you knew he was being treated well. You know he's a part of the Mystic Seaport family, so I didn't have that hanging over my head. But when the most excitement it 
gleans from the children is them passing by one of Little Joel's bowel movements from earlier in the day. You know that the horse and buggy ride is lost on today's youth. Vinnie Bank, Animal Radio, Party Animal, on Animal Radio, that is. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Welcome, my friend, to Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets all across the nation. Hopefully you have your animal right next to you. I know there are a lot of truckers that drive OTR listening on XM that, that have their dog with them. Get a lot of calls from them. I would if I was a trucker, that's what I would do. I would definitely have a pet with me all the time. Oh yeah, but you know Well, there's a lot of companies that won't let you. I know that. I hear that every once yeah. in a while. We actually had a guy on a few months back started his own company mm-hmm. because and he was looking for truckers. He may still be looking for truckers that accept pets. Because uh, that's vital to have some company along the road. Keep your sanity. Yeah. Keep, keep you awake. It, company. Yeah. When I was younger, I traveled the country with my um, with my pit bull Buck, and um, thank God, I mean, I had him there because it was just kept my sanity. You would go um, crazy otherwise. Yeah. You do. You really do. Listening to the radio, especially those talk shows. Those crazy, wacky talk shows always trying to give you some kind of information, telling you how to think. Should you think right? Should you think left? we got some of that coming up in just a few minutes with Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and author Alina Stevenson. That should be... Uh, I'm expecting to see fireworks. Alina will be telling you to lean left, and Vladi will be asking you to lean right. Just more of the same radio that you've heard for the last 10,000 years. Right now, of course, Joey Villani, he's been with us for a couple of years now almost. Joey Villani, almost, when you think about it. Almost. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Starting his uh, next season. This is his 15th millionth season on Animal Planet's Dogs 101 starting here in October. We'll put the, the details over at the website. Eight episodes of that. Eight episodes is, is a magic number. So that's good. You don't wear out your welcome. No, I'm looking for a fifth season here. Um, so there's no wearing out, no welcome. You people, just keep watching. We will. That's all. A tip of the week brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Check out their website. They've done some fun stuff with it to make it easier for you to find all the good stuff you want. 25% off if you put the promo code SAVE25 in the promo box. You're not going to find this online. This promo code, the only only way you're going to know what the current promo code is, by listening right now. SAVE25. Put that in the promo code box at SeniorPetProducts.com, and you'll get 25% off anything. This includes the flea products, which is not necessarily a senior pet product. That's, that could be a, a young puppy pet product. Exactly. The website, SeniorPetProducts.com, the promo code SAVE25. Joey Volani, ladies and gentlemen, all bow, please. 
Oh, thank you, thank you very much. But listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna piss off a lot of people today, um, okay. especially the ones who who um, are selling these these pets that are supposed to be hypoallergenic for a lot of money. What kind of and, what um, kind of breeds are these that they they say that are supposed you, to be hypoallergenic? You know, mainly the designer breeds now, the golden doodles, the labradoodles, and then also the Bichon Frises, um, the dogs that have those. Thick, dense coats, which they say um, don't shed, and that's what um, makes them hypoallergenic. But the problem with that is it, it's, none of that's true at all. It's all fagazi. Okay, what is it, fagazi? Is that what you It's fagazi. Fagazi means it's not true. Forget about it, okay? okay? Don't, 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 even, don't even look fugazi. at it. It's not true. <laughs> anything that sheds skin cells, okay, which anything on this planet that has skin is going to shed skin cells, and you're going to be allergic to that. Basically, all it's dry skin, more or less. Is that what dander is? That's what dander is, okay. yes. That's, that's the word I was looking for, Hal. Thank you. You pulled it right out of my head. Um, it's the dander. And all dogs have it. Okay, so these dogs that are hypoallergenic. Now, remember one thing. Every single breed of dog sheds. Just some shed at a much lesser degree than others. And when that dander comes off because the dog is shedding, that's what you're allergic to. What, what about these Mexican cats. hairless uh, dogs? That's a Sholo, that's, which is called a Mexican hairless as well. Okay. And, um, no, they, they, they also they have skin. Anything, anything that has anything skin. Anything with skin. It, Anything with skin is even even um, you and I same thing you know um, we we shed skin cells which is dander. So what was all so, this crap about the Portuguese water dog that Obama got? That's uh, also, it's a bunch of it's a bunch, it's a of, bunch of nonsense. It's foolish. Fugazi. <laughs> it's fugazi. Remember that word. Fugazi. <laughs> There's a lot of things you could do to, to help the process, okay? One thing is, 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 is bathing your dog. Now, if you go, or, or your cat even. And if, you, if you're going to bathe, you need to use something that's going to be mild and it's not going to get them, um, dried out more where they're going to scratch and make it worse. The other thing you could do is a little concoction that, um, has to do with fabric softeners, downy fabric softener, and you mix four parts of that to, I'm sorry, one part of that to four parts water. So it's one part fabric softener to four parts water. And you put that in a spray bottle and you spray it on the pet. Now what that does, it keeps the dander down on the skin. It's not going to be toxic. It's not going to hurt your pet. It actually even smells a little bit um, um, good. And what that'll do, it'll keep it down. You could do that every couple of days and spray it on. And um, you don't really have to brush it through um, because, again, I don't want to scrape. I don't want to scrape the skin all that much. So what I'll do is I'll spray it on. I work it through with my fingers, let it dry. And it helps a lot. And I could do this on cats as well. I have birds. My bird actually gave me asthma. Really? It was you were allergic to your bird? Yeah, I have an umbrella cockatoo, and they're a bird that has a powdery skin, and a lot mm -hmm. of people become allergic to it. And the doctor had told me, you know, the only way this is going to get better is by um, getting rid of your bird, and that, that would never happen in a million years. Um, I'd get rid of the doctor first. <laughs> but what I do, and, and it helps, is um, I actually, the bird gets a bath at least once a week just with water, and it, it helps it drastically. The whole thing is, is keep your pet clean, use the products that are made for um, allergies, and you'll be fine. But don't get suckered in to buying a pet where they say you're not going to be allergic to it because a lot of times what happens is, is you 
going to have to get rid of, in some cases, your pet that you just fell in love with, but, you know, your, your, your child um, can't breathe anymore or scratching themselves to death. Mm. So before you go that route, um, you, don't need to, you don't need to spend that kind of money. Joey Volani, telling it like it is, often giving away groomers tips or telling you how groomers might rip you off or now telling you how a breeder might rip you off. I'm just telling it like it is. And if you, like with these breeders, if you love Labradoodles and Golden Doodles, go out. By all means, go out and get them. But if you're going to get them for the wrong reasons, mm. um, because that's what you think, then you know what? It doesn't always work. We're going to go back to the phones, one 405 for any one of the Dream Team. This includes Joey Volani. We, uh, oh, you're not taking calls today? Well, yeah. you know what? I'll take, I'll take a few. Okay. Not? Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. I'm Hal Abrams. Welcome, my friend. Judy Francis is screening your calls at 1-866-405-8405. Determining who you need to talk to. Could it be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions? Groomer Joey Volani? Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. The reason the hell has a hard time with me because I'm Gemini. Gemini? Which, like, yeah, Gemini. That's why I have a hard time with you? I don't have a hard time with you. Do I have a hard time with you? (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, I'm very kind of... Changing myself and want to do to today the different like I've done yesterday and always keep the busy everyone and you know it's never it never calm with me but it's excitement too it is know, it's just <laughs> you make me laugh that's what I like about you you make everyone laugh it's thank you and, I, and I'm not trying and I'm not trying to do it pur- purposely for some reason when I open my mouth people laugh I'm not sure if it has to do to my California accent or <laughs> something else beyond. It's just you, lad. You're just a fun guy. You are a fun guy, and you have a. You're. It's like you say. It's edutainment. You educate, and you entertain, and that people should pay you extra as a trainer because you entertain also. You know what? They pay me extra for entertainment sometimes, and that's happening in many in many instances. Um, just recently, I had one client from Newport Beach. You know, Newport Beach, California, in this area, like a people like a fallen from the moon. Some of them. <laughs> <laughs> and that lady tried to give me hungry bucks tips, not for entertainment even, just for confidentiality. I mean, I asked her why, and she said because she's seeing another man, and, uh, oh. you know, while her husband is somewhere, it's typical Orange County housewife, I guess, and she told me she believes that her husband's soul in her little shih tzu. So every time when her boyfriend is coming, that shih tzu viciously attacking him, and she took that dog to the psychic, and that psychic told her, and psychic enrolled her in some type of the exorcism to exorcise that husband out of Shih Tzu body. She told her 10 uh, lessons will it take every lesson 500 bucks. And wow. she took six. Yeah, and no results. I told that lady, listen, let me exercise that evil out of your dog instantly right now, and it's going to be at the fraction of the cost. Boy, I have done it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Joy, I remember we had a listener a few months back that called, wanted to ask the dogs whether or not his wife was fooling around. It turned out... Yes. Yeah. That, that, do, do the animals usually... I mean, will they... I mean, is that a good, reliable way to find out if your spouse is having an affair? Well, they do know, but a lot of that's going to depend on which one they are most attached to or if they're pretty much evenly attached. They're not going to want to create waves most of the time. Some oh will. My. I mean, especially if one of them like doesn't like the spouse all that much. Oh. 
they have no issue about going, oh, yeah, there's some man that flops over here or some woman that comes over here. You um, know, hell is the genius, especially when it comes to some type of the business proposal. What he just told you between the lines, if you only could to, 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 to ask the animal uh, regarding the spouse, you would be retired probably uh, three months from now, <laughs> even <laughs> one month from now, because <laughs> in this country it's going to be in a such high demand service, and oh my gosh, I can only imagine. <laughs> Psychic hotline, if my spouse is cheating or not, let's ask my stupid lab, maybe he will tell us. <laughs> That's true, that would be a marvelous way to make show. money around here. We're going to have a show idea, ready to go. I think we should go to the phones next, and for a dollar a piece, uh, we'll tell you whether or not your spouse has fallen around <laughs> on you. And you know, I think it's a great idea. Let's jump on it, right? Right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> if somebody has those problems, please call to the Joey Turner. <laughs> we're going to go to the phones next. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to Alana Stevenson. She's written a book called Training Your Dog the Humane Way. And I have a feeling, I have a feeling that you might have a difference in philosophy, Vlade. So stick around. Stacy. what are you working on? Well, everybody loves a good mafia story. Unfortunately, this story, and not to say the mafia is involved with this because we don't know, but there's a guy in Sydney, Australia, who has uh, had his dogs taken from him. Four pedigree dogs were taken, and they're being held on a $322,000 ransom note. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Joey, you shut up real fast as soon as she said that. Do you know There's something? no mob in Australia. What kind of what kind of mob could we have an Australian mob? It just don't just don't even sound right. Amy, <laughs> come on. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. I'm Hal Abrams. Welcome, my friend. Judy Francis is screening your calls at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Determining who you need to talk to. Could it be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions? Groomer Joey Volani? Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, or Joey Volani? Did I say Joey Volani? I got to put that in now in his contract. I'm telling the audience now they should know that you have a new writer and that I'm actually supposed to say your name every other name. Right? It's, it's Dr. Debbie, Joey Volani, Joey Turner, Joey Volani, Susan Sims, Joey Volani, and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, and Joey Volani. And this is, uh, this is the same thing you make perfect. them do at QVC. <laughs> In the green room, um, I, I do like M&M's, Twix, um, you know, gotta, gotta, gotta keep my, 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 my sugar up there. Coming up in just a few minutes, we're gonna find out if Paco, the hero chihuahua that scared off the robbers, is behind his dad's influence to uh, exploit him, to sell t-shirts, to create uh, websites, to actively pursue trademark and copyright infringements. By the way, if you haven't seen that video, you can link to it. It's linked to it right from the front of our website over at AnimalRadio.com. I will have hey, Animal... why not? Yeah. I would exploit it. If Why not? What if someone was exploiting you, Joey Volani, without your permission? What if I started selling all of your tips in a book that was Hal's book? How they would they would not find you? They would not okay. find you. See, that's what I'm that's, saying. That's all. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that. But that's a little bit different than Paco. Okay. okay. Well, we're gonna find this out. This benefits Paco. He may not like this. He may not like to be exploited. And I think animal communicator Joy Turner can get to See, the, the bottom of it. See, the difference is if you exploit me, I get nothing out of it. Yes. If I exploit my pet, he's living a lap of luxury along with me. That's okay. right. I, I see steaks the steaks and. 
nice furry beds and heated beds and yeah okay so maybe rides maybe paco is behind this but we'll find out uh, all in just a few minutes right here on animal radio also alina stevenson alana stevenson sorry will be joining us in a few training your dog the humane way is her book on the new world press she has a difference of philosophy than vladi the world famous russian dog wizard and i think there's going to be fireworks that's all in just a few minutes right here on animal radio i can't wait one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. And by the way, Dr. Debbie, not only a fabulous veterinarian, but uh, Animal Radio's very own veterinarian. And if you happen to be traveling through the Las Vegas area or you're looking for a veterinarian, you do practice in Las Vegas. North yes. side, right? Oh, uh, yeah, northwest. Yeah, the city's growing leaps and bounds, so who knows where it'll be in another 10 years. What's but. the website where people can learn more about your clinic? Uh, the website, www.lmah. Dot net. And Lone Mountain Animal Hospital. Lone Mountain Animal Hospital. Great. And, of course, we have that information up the website in case you're driving along right now. Uh, we have Curtis on the phone. Hey, Curtis. Hey. How you doing? What's up? I'm uh, listening on XM Radio. I'm in uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas, and I was uh, had a question about my female boxer. She's six years old, and she's got a growth coming out uh, between uh, her front molar, uh, her large okay. tooth there on the bottom. And it's uh, it's almost the size of a golf ball now. Holy cow! Yeah, we took her to the vet, and we've got an excellent vet. But uh, he's, uh, you know, we're afraid it might be cancer or whatever. But uh, I kind of wanted a second opinion and and see what you thought about it. And he says that mm-hmm. a lot of times when they cut them off, they'll grow back bigger. Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, it's definitely hard because I can't quite see this lump. But if it's actually coming off of the gum area or it's coming off the skin, yeah, it's it's off out of the gum. Out of the gum. Hmm. Okay. Well, you know, there are some tumors that are both either benign, so they're good, or they're malignant. And coming off the gum tissue, we can have either which scenario. The size of what you're describing definitely has me a little concerned. Um, so the other possibility, there's this whole group of tumors that occur off the dog's gum that um, is what we call an epulis. And it, it can be a type of a benign tumor that grows from the periodontal area of the tooth and um, that would be a great thing that I could wish for your doggy because um, it might mean pulling some teeth and doing a little surgery to remove it um, but uh, that would be the best case scenario I could I could think of something that size um, but I would agree that you know if he's saying you just take it off um, it could come back even if it's this benign tumor if we don't remove those teeth in that area um, but there are some definitely some more serious tumors that can arise from the mouth in dogs and it's one of those areas um, that I do take seriously so um, if there's any way that we can do some sampling from your baby's tumor I would encourage that be done and uh, in some cases we can do something as simple as a needle biopsy to get just kind of an idea of what we might be up against and uh, a needle biopsy can be generally done uh, with very minimal uh, kind of medication so most dogs we can do a needle biopsy with them fully awake in the mouth area, maybe we need to give a little something to make your pet a little sleepy or a little relaxed about the whole procedure. But um, it's quick, it's down and dirty, doesn't require general anesthesia, and it may help give you some direction in making that decision. Is this something we really need to look at doing surgery, um, or is it already pretty extensive and something we don't want to get into? 
Um, but depending on your area and what kind of veterinary care is there, you know, here in, in, in the Las Vegas area, we have the ability of some great specialty services in the area. So even with some big, ugly tumors, there's some great techniques that can be had to, to battle these things and to try to not only just surgically treat them, but also use medicines to kind of help battle that. So um, I think I would definitely like to see a little bit more information, if we can, about what your pet's particular tumor might be and, and that needle biopsy I think will be the first step there. Well, we're taking her back to the vet uh, this week and uh, he said something about, you know, if it's cancer, he said they might have to wind up and taking half of her jaw off and I don't want that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's just, I just, I just can't really stand that. But, yeah, but well, gosh, I got to tell you, I have a, a patient back in my memory that's long since passed, um, but Jeffrey was his name, and he was a little Pomeranian, and he had a horrible malignant tumor on his lower jaw. And um, most veterinarians would say he had less than six months to live, but we got him in the hands of a specialist who did an aggressive surgery, and he lived, I forget how many years beyond that, um, and we did have to have a good part of his jaw removed, but he was a happy boy. Once he healed from his surgery, he was even able to eat solid food. And, you know, no one could tell him different that he was special. Um, he was just a good boy. So, um, you know, I know sometimes those therapies sound scary, but um, pets are very resilient. And sometimes uh, sometimes they don't know the difference that they're a little handicapped. So we just don't tell them. <laughs> She's got, uh, I don't know if it's from this, but her breath is just, oh, it's so bad. Yeah. And, uh, but I've got another boxer, and his breath, you know, is not bad at all. Yeah, so. and definitely with any kind of mass from the mouth area, there's often infection that goes along with that. So sometimes even if you're not addressing the tumor and doing a whole lot, in the meantime, um, an antibiotic regimen or even some kind of antiseptic rinses can be helpful for keeping the pet comfortable and keeping some of that odor infection at bay. So that might be the, something else to raise to your veterinarian and see if that's something you can do in the meantime for her. So I hope that gives you some direction there, and hopefully we'll get some good news and some um, some hopeful outcomes there. Um, but definitely, I'd encourage you to, to get get a little bit more information what we can for that baby. Thanks so much for your call. This week, and then I'll let you know what happens. Fabulous. Bye-bye. Okay, thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone in the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners, SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. 
Advantage 2 and K9 Advantix 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and K9 Advantix 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal and abuses are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. Six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the dream team here at Animal Radio. Vladimir, the world famous Russian dog wizard, Susan Sims, animal communicator Joy Turner, Joey Volani, and Doctor Debbie, all answering your questions. Is Ladybug answering phones this week? I think she, I saw her earlier answering, taking a call. Is that? Is that <laughs> well, very, she's very limited on calls right now. She's just not feeling very well. Still, oh my I thought she was recovering kind of fast. Well, she she doesn't want to take any phone calls, so I was just kind of keeping it quiet. She's actually doing very well, but she's afraid if I say that the phones are going to ring off the hook. Okay, is she using her fourth leg? She is using her fourth leg, probably twenty five to fifty to fifty percent of the time. So she uses it when she walks, but when she gets excited and runs around, she picks it up. You're trying to keep her tame. That's keep why her. you're not having her answer calls. Yes, I want to keep her calm. Don't excite her. That's I understand right. that. Okay. <laughs> what were you laughing? I was thinking. I was thinking she's keeping her quiet so that so we would not ask about the cheating uh, issues between the spouse because maybe she, maybe Ladybug <laughs> will will can discover for us or oh, something. You know what? We already know the me. answer to that one because she's loyal to me. She, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's, let's not waste any more time. We welcome to the show Alana Stevenson. Training Your Dog the Humane Way is the book from New World Press. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Doing very for well. Me. I know that there's a lot of controversy right now. There's several different modalities that different trainers use. There's the Caesar Milan way, uh, the Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard way. Uh, who's the other one? Is it Victoria Stillwell? Victoria's Victoria Secret. Stillwell. It was the long sex relax. Yes, Victoria's, Victoria's Secret. Secret. That's the reason I watched Victoria's that show, Secret? because the methods are useless. And, Go ahead. And, and Alana Stevenson. What is your philosophy, Alana? I do everything based on science and animal learning theory. So I do things based on psychology. I do things based on how animals actually learn. I do things based on, again, animal learning theory, and um, I do a lot of behavior modification, so I work with aggression regularly. I'm going to give both of you kind of different scenarios here because we actually have a problem dog that's been staying at the house over the weekend, a, a big Labrador who likes to jump up on me and, and put his dirty paws up on my shoulders, and I really want nothing to do with that. 
Alana, how would you solve that problem? Um, well, first I would get an understanding of what's actually been done to the dog prior, what signals people have been giving the dog and what the dog actually knows, um, the age of the dog, you know, different prior approaches that people have used for training, what the dog knows and doesn't know. So once I'd have a better understanding of what's actually happening, then I would start giving suggestions based, you know, on more specifics for the individual person and the individual dog. One thing to keep in mind is that jumping is not a dominant, aggressive behavior. It's a submissive behavior. It stems from when the puppies jump up at the mom's face when she's chewing up the food. It's a very deferential behavior. It's a very juvenile behavior. If you watch dogs in dog parks and dogs hanging out and playing, it's never the dominant, confident, older dogs who are jumping up at the other dog's faces. I want to be friendly with this dog. I don't want to be pushing the dog off, but how, right. how in this right. particular so situation... So educating some of the people who might be listening in, there's a preconceived notion that, you know, jumping is a very dominant kind of um, behavior, and it's not. It's a very um, either friendly or sometimes nervous, deferential kind of behavior. So what I would not do is, you know, encourage people to knee the dog in the chest and to push them down and to yell at them and say no. So that's one thing to keep in mind. The other thing to keep in mind is that... Um, Jumping is all, dogs also have an oppositional reflex. So any push or pull on the dog in an opposite direction, the dog will instinctively do the opposite. It's innate. All puppies, all ages, all breeds have it. So if the dog's jumping on someone and you're pushing the dog down, you're actually encouraging the dog to jump back up. If they're pulling at a gas, um, to jump on the gas and the person's pulling that dog by the collar away from the door, that's actually encouraging the dog to keep jumping at the door, jumping on the gas. Mm -hmm. So, the first thing the person would have to do is stop pushing and pulling the dog, stop handling the dog, stop um, loving up the dog or giving the dog attention for jumping, as well as stop using any aversive approaches like kneeing in the chest or yelling off or inconsistency, as well as any pushing or pulling, because it's counterproductive. It's going to continue the behavior. So yelling um, off is, is no good? Well, I mean, yelling off is sort of like yelling blueberry. I mean, sure, they don't what understand. does that mean for the dog? Okay. So if the dog's jumping on someone and they continue to yell off, the dog's in the moment. They're totally in the moment. They're not watching, looking in the mirror, reflecting on their behavior. Okay. So what they're hearing is a word or a sound every time they jump on somebody. If anything, they're going to be hearing the word or the sounds or expression used with the action of jumping. And how do you know? Because if you want to teach a dog to jump, when they jump, you say jump or you label it or cue it. Sure, Meanwhile, sure. most people are saying off and the dog's jumping. Okay, so, so back to the problem. You told me what not messages. to do. You told me yep, what not to okay. do. Okay. So, one, so there's a few things that are very important. Um, and again, it's not a quick fix in sure. the sense of just one cookie-cutter kind of approach because there's a lot of things going on, which is why the dog's jumping. So one thing that you want to think about is what would you like the dog to do if you don't want them to jump? So the dog doesn't know, say, off or just don't jump. What does that mean? Would you like the dog to stay back from the doorway? Would you like the dog to regress and say hi? Would you like the dog to, you know, go and lay on a bed? What would you like your dog to do instead of jumping on you? So if the dog's going to be jumping on guests, the first thing that you would start to do is teach door etiquette. And that's the lesson I teach specifically. It's to condition the dog to look to the person, you know, the homeowner, the owner, um, whenever the, do the doorbell rings, there's a knock on the door, and then to stay back from the door, depending on the dog's personality, you know, depending on how many dogs and so forth, but to stay back from the door. The dog ignoring the dog. Pay attention to the owner. Okay. The dog has to then pay attention to the owner and go back into, you know, whatever position or back from the door, listening until the release, and then 
depending on what the owner wants, there's lots of things that you can do. It really depends on the dog and the owner. Um, the owner might take treats or cookies initially and, you know, encourage the dog to just pay attention to them, the owner. So the dog learns, ooh, I get fun things and a lot of attention from my person whenever a guest comes and they learn to kind of ignore the guest. So once you get the dog to stay back from the doorway and have some sort of etiquette, and realize that the person who's opening the door is actually responsible for the door and who's entering, then the dog's going to be more deferential and more interested in what the owner and the person has to say, oh. um, so to speak. And then we'll, it, then you can, the owner can decide what they want to do. Lana, thanks so much. And I never met you, and uh, but I have a lot of friends from your angle of, uh, uh, I would say, from your positive so-called camp who are uh, believing people sincerely in the mother of just prevention, believing in turning the back away, leaving the room, uh, withdrawing um, accepted reward, putting the dog in the crate, and uh, avoiding the situation. And the main difference is um, you believe in uh, redirect and praise. I believe in correct redirect praise. I believe in two words, yes and no. And like a doggy mama has a teeth to bite, this is her way of saying no. And her whole tongue, uh, which is she licks, this is her way of saying yes. And I believe combinative approach always works better than just rewarding or just punishment. Of course, correction from the dog's point of view would be much better because I don't believe in any corrections from the human point of view when the humans use its own correction in the term of yanking, choking, hitting with newspaper, whatever humans do. That will create negative effect. For everyone who is listening, unfortunately, you know, uh, I, I, I kind of, like a psychic hotline, I kind of saw the hell is trying to pull out of your solution. And we did not hear a solution, but this is the very simple problem and the dog is jumping on the people he the person the dog wants to get their attention it's attention seeking behavior to, to my degree it's not submissive behavior submissive behavior i understand where it came from when the wolves comes home and the puppy is jumping and wants to you know licking and mouth but it's it's a little bit different here so in a general a submissive behavior always aimed down not the up but this is you're right this is not the dominant behavior it's attention seeking behavior and what the dog does, uh, what the people give, they're pushing them away, screaming and yelling. And for some dogs, as you and I know, like a physically insensitive, like we talk about Labradors and Goldens, they love that stuff. You can push <laughs> them away, you can grab two by four, they just love that stuff. That's so, actually not true, and I would disagree with you 110%. Okay, but that's fine. That's why, you know, you're here and that's why we have a fun because, you know, it's just America. It's a great country where everyone can say whatever they want. So, in reality, Hale, this is how, how I would handle this situation. I definitely like how I would have some toy or treats in my hands as the positive, like a tongue, like a lick. But I will bite that dog who jumps on me. And I'm going to do it remotely. I probably would use a air compressed device by name Pet Convincer. I push the button, the dog startle him into the attention from that time and then I can give him um, I can redirect him to the place that would be a better idea than sit stay sit stay it's a very stupid approach to me it's never going to work we don't do it in Europe when the people comes in with all the dog place but the dog is not going to go to the place you have to startle stop that unwanted behavior first like redirecting the race car you have to push the brake and after redirect it and uh, so that's that would be that would be my basic uh, attacking those symptoms but what I agree with her uh, with Lana, and by the way, Lana, in Russia, your name will be Lilia. What I agree with Lilia, um, we have to address the cause. 
and cause for any behavior problem, including that stupid jumping. Jumping. It's just a lack of the structures or discipline in the dog's life, not meeting the dog's major needs, which is physical, mental, and social. If you train your dog, if you're absorbing that physical energy from the dog's body and mental energy from the dog's mind by stimulating him constantly, by doing obedience, obedience training, creating creative games, and after that you're in the position to correct or praise, and you have better authority and the better relationship, because that's what your dogs want. Is there room for two, three modalities, Alana? No. So, so um, the reason I'm saying that is because there's many ways within a way, but um, I'm going to say why a lot of what um, I'm going to say why a lot of what was just mentioned won't necessarily work for all dogs. Um, so I don't necessarily have a dog fit beforehand because then they're like a jumping bean. Um, it's not just a matter of preventing and avoiding problems. Absolutely not. If the dog's jumping and you want to teach the dog not to jump, you have to teach them an alternate behavior. So that's proactive. That's not just managing the problem and hoping it goes away. Second of all, there's also many techniques that you can use if the dog is not going to stay. There's removal techniques on the leash. There's not giving the dog any attention. Sometimes just by people changing their body language, the dog stops jumping, which is why I am not for these, quote, negative corrections, because it's not just coming from attention I have seen dozens and dozens and dozens of dogs, and the reason they are jumping is because they are afraid or they're differential or they're nervous, and what they will do is jump more because they're nervous. They're not looking in the mirror saying, ooh, how is this, how is this related to my behavior? It's called association learning, which means if somebody comes in and the dog's happy to breathe and the person sprays them or yells at them, it's going to take them a while to figure out if they're jumping. So it's going to backfire if you have an aggressive dog. Okay, it's going to backfire on you if you have a beautiful dog. I hear you. I hear you, Alana. I hear you, Alana. Hold on for one second. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with Alana Stevenson and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and the whole gang here at Animal Radio. Hey, Hal, can I jump in there, too? This is Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Pretty tense situation in Sydney, Australia. There's four dogs who are being held for a ransom of $322,000 over a soured multi-million dollar business deal. The thieves have threatened to slash these dogs' throats. The dogs, one's a miniature poodle, the other's a Maltese terrier, and then two Maltese T. Shih Tzu's, were taken from the home of a Sydney mortgage broker who described them as his little angels. The executive who loans money to people that have been refused credit by major banks said that he suspected the dogs were stolen by a couple guys who claimed that he owed them money over some business deals. Well, he refused to pay them more than a million dollars, and that's when he said they took his dogs. Since they were taken, he's been approached through third parties to buy them back, or their throats are going to be cut one by one, and then a photo of them in a cage had been sent to him as proof that they were still alive. So enamored with dogs, he plans to open a five-star dog hotel called Poochie's. He said he would rather die himself than see any pain or torment to his dogs. But he's refused to give in to the pet napper's demands and said he was hoping the police or the offer of a substantial reward would ensure that his pets were saved. A peacock who escaped from the Central Park Zoo is back at its home. The colorful bird flew the coop, ended up on the perch of a big apartment building in New York. It stayed there for about 15 hours, but decided, you know what? 
I've had enough of this apartment life. I think I want to go back to the zoo. So there were some people there that were able to witness the peacock fly his way back to the zoo. The escape bird created quite a scene outside this Fifth Avenue apartment. There were crowds of onlookers snapping photos all day long. A few people even set up Twitter accounts for the bird. Zoo officials uh, checked out the bird just to make sure it's okay. It seems to be unharmed. This is the third time this year that an animal has escaped from its enclosure at a zoo in New York. And, you know, it is vacation time, so people are planning their vacations. How about one with you and your dogs? How about Portland, Oregon? The Pacific Northwest City tops dogfriendly.com's list of the top 10 dog-friendly cities to visit in the U.S. It's based on the city's pet-friendly accommodations, transportation, beaches, park, attractions, stores, dining, and a whole lot more. Portland credited with the uh, pet-friendliest for its Luck Labrador Brewing Company and the International Rose Test Garden, which welcomes dog visitors. Number two was Chicago. Uh, Number three was um, the San Diego area. And number four was Seattle and Philadelphia. They both uh, competed for the top five position. It was a tie, I guess. And if you'd like the full list of where you can vacation with your dog, dogfriendly.com is the place to go. I'm Stacey Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at animalradio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age three? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z. This is Animal Radio, baby. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to chime in. The whole gang is here answering your questions, Doctor Debbie. Answering your vet medical questions, Groomer Joey Volani. With your grooming questions, just about to start a new season on Animal Planet's Dog 101. Animal communicator Joy Turner and uh, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Once again, it is toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. You'd have to be under a rock to not notice that there are several different modalities of dog training and dog behavior going on. If you have a problem, you might have one trainer who has a very humane approach. We've seen uh, the likes of Victoria Stillwell, or as Vlade puts it, Victoria's Secret, who who's, has a very humane humane approach. And then you've seen the likes of Caesar Milan and the uh, the likes of Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard, who have a more authoritative approach. They uh, canine approach. It's a canine approach, and I, you know what? I see validity to both of them. I see I see the, the humane way. However, I I sometimes think that we anthropomorphize what we think our animals are thinking. And I see that I notice Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, reacts to me when she looks at me as a alpha dog. Now, if I try to be friends with her, the roles change and she she becomes a wreck. I mean, she'll go around jumping, doing bad behaviors, and she won't listen to me if I'm her friend. Yes, because uh, because you're becoming buddies, and buddies do not take authority from another buddies. If I would live with you instead of Judy Hill, and one day you just got in in your house and just say, 
just get out of here. I mean, I got to do something business here. Why you put this uh, socks on the floor or something? He would look at me and say, you know, Vladi, why you don't get off too? Because we just buddies, we just equals, and equals do not take authority from another equals. That is why the dog will be better, and the dog will feel better and behave better. And uh, if we're not gonna make the decisions between the equal equals, I see routinely when the uh, when we have a families who knows who the, is the leader. We don't want to use this terminologies alpha not alpha because you got to be in every particular relationship one leads another follows one is driver another passenger truth is always easy identifiable because it makes sense and based on logic so if you have a relationship like that the dog doesn't need to make the decisions he be, because they naturally would, would like to follow the leader and plus follow the man or woman because dogs were bred for men for women and they need constant directions for an approval disapproval for their actions like in doggy mama pack sometimes she bites sometimes she licks and they feel happy about this see the puppy psych uh, puppy uh, uh, doggy pack does not have uh, puppy psychologist on staff or uh, puppy protection agencies on staff you know it's just in America if you disagree with your mother you can call 1-800 blah 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 and turn her in in canine pack if you disagree with the doggy mother you can call who, whoever you want it's gonna be no so it just who doesn't want to understand that, don't want to understand realities of life? Because dominance even exists among the humans. It's the same things. Look around, people. It's the same thing. One is driver and another yeah, passenger. But, 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 but I, I You're tell basically you. saying that dominance means bullying. As opposed and, you know, to, can I, I'd like to interject something. You're going some. to defer to somebody who seems to have a game plan and seems to have your best interest at heart. Bottom line, I have excellent success pretty much 100% success and improvement working on aggression cases. And I did it because I was absolutely appalled once I started getting involved, seeing all of this stuff, all of this Russian background dominant stuff as well that was going on with dogs, and dogs were not getting it. First of all, if anybody used human Milan techniques on wolves, he'd be bitten in the face. So this is the voice of Alina Stevenson. Dogs, they're going to change their behavior around <laughs> you. And as far as being friends... You know, I am absolutely friends with animals. I am not a bully or a dictator with an animal, and they respect me, and they're looking at me all the time. I was also a school teacher, and I taught high school. And I had excellent classroom management and discipline, and I was called quietly authoritative. It happens uh, simply by, you know what to do, you're consistent, gotcha, gotcha. and you're obviously running the show. A lot. You can do that in a very humane, compassionate way, and I've seen dogs absolutely erect because of the whole dominance alpha thing, and then you have to give it an objective definition of what is dominant. Alana. What does that mean to a person? Alana, hang tight for a second. That's an Alana Stevenson, if you just tuned in, training your dog the humane way, simple teaching tips for resolving problem behaviors and raising a happy dog. And uh, I certainly think that just like in the real world, there's different modalities. If someone wants something from me, they're going to have to be friendly to me. Trying to say it's not one way or the highway. It's not one size fits all. Joy, you had something to say? Yeah, and that was pretty much exactly the place I was going. I work with all kinds of different animals. And what I have, in my experience, found is that some dogs need the more directed, the more um, Vladi type of discipline and training because that they don't respond to other things and yet just like Alana was saying some dogs would just be a wreck if they had that kind of training and they need the more gentle training so I think everyone is always drawn to they work with shepherds and pit bulls all the time and these yeah. fine breeds who are a mess who are strong who are double my size 
and I resolve the behavior problems, and I use humane approaches. So, Lana, and I'm you know, using with a, Lana, and I'm using and I'm working with a lot of thought and such as you know insecure and gentle puppies and dogs and approaches very loving but coupled with gentle firmness. I do believe you and I would agree, and we're not here to set up the I think a cold war or something like this. We agree we're doing the same things, and as long as we're very successful and our clients love what we've done. And as long as it works for them, and the dogs are happy, and you see, I believe to turning the dog into almost like a human. I don't, I can't put even leash on my dog anymore. And my clients at the end of the training don't even use the collar and leash. As a matter of fact, it's like in Europe, dogs everywhere. Why? Because they behave. My clients at the end of their training sessions, they go to off leash to the Fashion Island. It's a beautiful place in SoCal. Off leash. Dogs walking to the malls. They do sit, sit and down, and the people do shopping. Kids approaching and jumping on them. The dogs in the position. They staying and steal, or letting them just scratch their belly. That's what we would like to do. We would like to create the relationship with human authority, where as a return, dog becoming a loving part of our family, which he can enjoy, and we can enjoy him everywhere, wherever we go, and he will not become prisoner because of the bad behavior under our household arrest or in prisoner in our backyard. This is the relationship I truly endorse, and that's what we do. That's what my opinion. I'm celebrating the diversity and the choice to be able to pick between the modalities. Training your dog the humane way, simple teaching tips for resolving problem behaviors and raising a happy dog is the book on the New World label. I have 10 copies to give away at one 405 8405. If you'd like to pick up on that, if you uh, are not lucky enough to get through, head on over to your bookstore and ask for it. The author, joining us, Alana Stevenson. Alana, can we agree to disagree? Um, for now, we can agree to disagree, yes. But I, you know, I'd recommend that people read my book. And I think they should. Lana, read I promise you. I, Lana, I promise you, I will buy your book too. I, 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 to I agree. That's you know that's what America is about. And exactly. I want you to look at Alana's book. I want you to look at Vlade's book when it comes out. I want you to look at Caesar's book, Victoria's, and I want you to make some educated decisions as how to train your dog. Exactly, because like you said, one method and one techniques never fits all. That's what we have so variety and tools. So please buy Lana's book, and uh, I, I'm sure you will you'll learn a lot of interesting things. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to chime in, or if you need to talk to the doc, the animal communicator, the groomer, or Vlade the world-famous Russian dog wizard. This is Animal Radio. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners. SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Are you struggling with sky-high credit card debt? 
Call Credit Card Relief. You can get out of debt in months instead of years with no fees until a debt is settled and with a 90-day money-back guarantee. Call Credit Card Relief. The consultation is free and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief. 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. You're listening to Animal Radio. It is definitely not your father's pet talk, Animal Radio. We'll have to ask Vladi if he's seen a lot of those drunk bears in Russia, <laughs> where he came from, of course. He, uh, he, he and Joy are going to get together on the phones later. If you think your spouse is fooling around on you, Give us a call, 1-866-405-8405. And for a dollar, we'll let you know. For a dollar, <laughs> we will uh, hook you up with Joy, and she will hook up with your animal to find out if there's been any visitors at your house while you're That's off at low. work. <laughs> that is low. <laughs> no, they, we'll do that for free. Although we could Listen, probably if, make a lot of money for charity. If my wife calls in, yes. tell a wrong number. Wrong number. <laughs> Remember, your animals know everything, and according to Joy, they know everything you're thinking anytime. You can't even censor it. All the animals in the studio right now know exactly what I'm thinking, according to Joy. You know, since I came on the show, yes. and I've been listening to Joy, yes. now I'm embarrassed to do certain things around my pets. I know. Saying, you I know, know. What, what are they going to think about me doing this? I used to, you know, go to the bathroom with my pet in the bathroom. I didn't think much about it, but now that I know that they know and they can tell other people that I go to the bathroom, I mean, who would have thought? I go to the bathroom. Wow, you do? By the way, good job on QVC. Yeah, yeah. Thank you're you. Just thank a, you. I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but we, we, we did good again. What we, do you, you know, mean we didn't see You didn't tape it? You know what? I, I, I don't like watching them. I don't know why. They make just, you nervous? Really, no, I don't get nervous at all. I just don't like... When I'm on, I'm fine. I just don't like watching them back. I understand. I really don't. I totally understand that. We don't listen to the show back. I don't like listening to the show either. We, we actually make sure it's destroyed after the show. That's the, That was a policy we instituted about four years ago, that the tape of the show is destroyed, mostly for legal reasons, because we might say <laughs> something that somebody wants to hear again. We don't want evidence. Or yeah, proof. we don't want any evidence of this. What are you talking about? We don't even have that. <laughs> Coming up on the show today, I wanted to investigate why Paco, the dog from, what, two weeks ago that we talked to, the, the viral uh-huh. video, the hero, the, the hero Chihuahua, is allowing his guardian owner to sell him out. Uh-oh. And that, that includes pulling all the uh, uncopyrighted video from YouTube, as well as marketing T-shirts, t-shirts and, uh, and all kinds of things, mm-hmm. taking advantage, exploiting this little hero dog prostituting him and i'm wondering joy if you could talk to paco right now which i think you can actually i can because um yeah i was actually looking for him while you were mentioning this and he says so do you want his thoughts about this whole thing yes i want his thoughts he said well originally he thought it wasn't very fair because he likes everybody knowing that he he doesn't see that it's a big deal what he did but he knows humans think it's a big deal so he likes the attention that he was getting and all of the praise and all of the oh what a great dog kind of a thing he was getting and then what his person helped him understand was that 
The man thinks he's going to get pretty rich by doing this. Uh-huh. His little dog is all for helping him get rich. So if he can use his, what he sees as uh-huh. his talent he didn't know he had to help his guy get rich, he's all for doing that. So Paco is behind the exploitation. Hooray. Okay, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. He is uh, yes, pot off I, I like it. that. Because if he didn't if, if he didn't say that, then then I wouldn't want to hear what Joy had to say. Because you're making me rich, there, boy. You're making me rich, no matter what anyone's saying. <laughs> We're gonna go back to the phones in just a second. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people. A sleepwalking teen was recently attacked by a shark in his own bedroom. 14-year-old Sam Hawthorne was bitten in the face by a long-dead souvenir shark hanging on the wall of his nautical-themed room. The British teen calls it the most frightening experience of his life. His mother Susan woke up to his screams and ran in to find him with the shark attached to his face. She said it was like something out of a horror movie, complete with blood pouring out. They were both finally able to remove the shark after about 15 minutes. Sam escaped with a small scar and a big fish story to tell. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Welcome to Animal Radio. I've got the good doctor, Dr. Debbie, right here. What's up? Hi. Well, hello, Dr. Debbie. Um, We listen to you every Saturday morning when we're traveling, so we appreciate the good advice. Oh, well, Um, thank you for tuning in. (laughs) I have a three-year-old golden doodle. Um, She has been being cared for when we're traveling, when hotels won't take her um, in a kennel. It is a veterinary kennel. We did a Bordetella um, shot booster. We do them every six months uh, mm-hmm. at the beginning of June. And they said there was a new strain of Bordetella running around. So because the um, veterinary clinics or the CDC cannot keep up with it, they thought an additional booster would help her. And now she's okay. to blow it. So we did a booster about three and a half weeks after she had the first one. And we brought her home, and now she's trying to clear her nose, constantly sneezing, and it feels like she's trying to blow her nose. And okay. She's lethargic. Is she? Okay. And this is, I'm sorry, how long after that vaccination was given? Um, it was about, oh my, I have it here, of course, it's in the pile of papers. It was about three and a half, four weeks. All right. And, you know, I guess the the bottom line with Bordetella is that there's there's different types of vaccination. So there's an intranasal form that's kind of like the flu mist vaccination. So like little kids get that um, nasally sprayed. Uh, and there's an injection form. And, and I'd have to say we do see some potential um, clinical signs after an intranasal Bordetella. Usually it's pretty mild and self-limiting, a little sneezing, coughing, reverse sneezing, that horrible like... <laughs> kind of sound, right. um, 
so usually it's pretty um, short in its duration. Um, kind of depends. If I have a pet who's really sick, then I will definitely do some lab work on them, and we can do specific testing for different agents, and whether or not it, you know, we can say it's from the vaccination or not. Um, you know, I, I have had the occasional pet have those kind of clinical signs after a nasal Bordetella vaccine, but I still believe in the product, and it can be very good for a pet that has a upcoming boarding visit, and it gives us um, kind of in a pinch in the quick time frame, it gives us some of the best protection um, on that uh, short timeline. Um, but that being said, you know, I want to make sure your, your baby's well, and if necessary, you know, I would certainly see if we need to get her treated or, you know, maybe at least on an antihistamine to help control some of those signs for her. Um, okay. Uh, antihistamine such as Benadryl? Yeah, often Benadryl. There's some other ones that we'll prescribe as well, just to kind of help, you know, minimize those clinical signs of the sneezing, coughing, um, that type of thing. Okay. And, you know, if, if a dog does show a sensitivity with these kind of signs after a nasal Bordetella vaccination, then, you know, we might really look at giving the injectable form in the future just to kind of uh, avoid that potential. And it sounds like you're a good parent and you're up to date on shots, um, so that might just be a good strategy for her in the future there. So the injectables are a six-month inoculation, or are they a year? You know, there's a little bit of some controversy with that, and some of that we discuss on the lifestyle and the exposure for the pets. Um, here we typically, using either product, we'll do that on an every six-month interval if we have a pet who's in a more of a high-risk group. Um, and that would be pets that are boarded, that go to the grooming parlor, go to pet shows, things like that. Um, if it's only the occasional animal exposure or minimal, um, then usually we just stick with that once-a-year um, vaccination, whether we use the nasal or the injection form. But, uh, well, I, I appreciate that my vet likes to be very safe, and so we do it every six months regardless. You, mm-hmm. just, you just show up here and get your dog groomed. We're going to make you take the shot so or take the nasal. So mm-hmm. we, we've been doing nasal, but we've never had the symptoms where she's trying to blow her nose. Um, mm-hmm. My husband has one more question about it, and he was wondering about exertion. I mean, she just um, she loves to swim. and. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to, it's the time of year where we take her down to the lake and she just swims until her tail goes cold. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been trying to keep her away from that that situation. He doesn't know how much exertion because she will play with the ball and swim until she, we have to go out and get her. <laughs> okay. So this is unrelated to her kind of sneezing thing right now. You're just asking right. if, if that's too much for her to do that. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, there is a condition we call swimmer's tail where basically a dog can sprain their tail and after really intense swimming, retrieving um, activities, they'll actually have pain in the tail where they don't want to raise it, they mope around, and it can be really uncomfortable. You know, if we're in that category, then I'd say we need to temper things down. But if she seems to recover pretty well, we're watching the, the ambient temperature and it's not too hot out uh, for that level of activity, oh, my gosh, my dogs will retrieve for an hour at a time um, as long as the conditions are right. So if she's enjoying it and seeming to physically hold up to that and not having a sore tail afterwards, then I don't see a problem with that. Okay. Well, we haven't gone to sore tail for, we discovered it two years ago and we haven't gone back there. So, <laughs> <laughs> we, I, I mean, a dog is not happy if it's not waking its tail. 
Yes, yes. And, you know, my own Labrador has had swimmer's tail before. And it's a pathetic thing. And, you know, it's hard to imagine they can actually sprain their tail. But any muscle in our body, overuse it. And you'll feel the difference the next day. (laughs) So thank you for your call, Cindy. And thanks for tuning in to us here at Animal Radio. Appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Okay, that's all we have time for today. It seems like it went really, really, really fast. Yeah, we had a few calls today. I was very happy to see that. Quite a bit. It seems like everybody has a lot of questions this time of year summer of course anyway if you have a question during the week you can send us an email or call the toll-free lines 1-866-405-8405 during the week all of our individual addresses over at the website at animalradio.com don't forget to check us out on facebook and like us on over there have a great week (laughs) thank you everyone take care bye This is Animal Radio Network.